Hey you, what's happening at work? What's keeping you up at night? What's causing you frustration or depleting your wellness at work? Talk to me and with me. This is Joyce Odinison, your host with the What's Happening at Work show, where we create solutions to work, live, and play well. Join me now for next episode. Hello, hello, and welcome. Joyce Odinison here. I am so glad that you're joining me for episode today on wellness competencies. Why do we need wellness competency? I want to tell you the truth behind wellness competencies and what you should know about wellness competencies, whether at work or in your life, they are necessary. So here's the backstory. About over a decade ago, so almost back 14 years ago, I created the wellness improvement system because I was seeing too many of my clients showing up sick because they were in a conflict situation, because they were in a stressful situation at work and it was it was it became really challenging for them and it was starting to impact their health. They were seeing issues in their health. They were becoming diabetic. They were getting angina. Uh, a client had a heart attack in my office. And so I started to teach a multidimensional wellness improvement system that allowed people to see um, wellness as nine dimensions. So the spiritual, the social, the emotional, the occupational, intellectual, environmental, financial, physical, and at the core was the interpersonal because as a conflict analyst, that's the lenses with which I used to see the world. And as I was working with these clients, they were getting results. Things were changing. I was getting com- I was getting feedback from and compliments from their their leaders, their organizational leaders, HR directors were sending me notes. I can't I can't help but call you. I can't help but send you this note to let you know that I don't know what you're doing over there, but we're seeing dramatic changes in these people's behavior. We're seeing we're seeing them being able to communicate better. They're better able to work. They're more collaborative. They uh, it's like talking to a different person. Uh, their colleagues and coworkers are commenting how much easier and more pleasant it is to work with them. And so. Based on their feedback and the clients come in saying, I'm happier, I feel better about my work, I feel better about my relationship at work, I am having, my health situation has gotten better. I had actually, my doctor has taken me off my my antidepressant, my doctor has taken me off, lowered my high blood pressure medication. I no longer, you know, I'm no longer diabetic. My, I'm able to manage it. And, and I'm like, oh, what is going on? <laughs> so I started paying attention and asking more questions. And I started asking my client organization. So can I do follow up with your employees nine months from now, two years from now, three years from now? Can I, you know, would you cover the cost for me to do a check in with these employees and see what they're doing? 
And they were very happy. They said, absolutely. If you can maintain, if they can maintain this behavior and you can support us in ensuring that this is a consistent uh, change in these people's behavior, we will definitely fund the follow-up sessions with you uh, six months from now, nine months, a year, (laughs) two years, five years. And I was like, excellent. And so what I started noticing is that they were, they were actually demonstrating behavior attributes, uh, changes in, in their interaction. And as you know, I was, of course, naturally very curious. So you ask yourself, so what are competencies? Well, the reality is competencies are observable traits, behaviors, and interaction that one can show and demonstrate that we can see and that we can also be able to notice, right? Observe and can be measured and improved. So I started saying, well, This is happening because they're working. I'm working with them on the wellness assessment. I'm working with them to create more awareness of how all these areas in their lives connected. Well, these are competencies. So what am am I going to call them? And so after much research and conversation, I came up with nine wellness competencies that was aligned to the actions and the behaviorable, uh, the observable behavior traits that they would do, they would demonstrate in, in each of these dimensions. And so for spiritual wellness, when we develop things like self-esteem and purpose, when we develop our core values and a sense of understanding where we're going and where we're coming from, we were noticing that it was really integrity. These people were learning to live in integrity with themselves. So when you say, Joyce, I don't see the connection. Well, think about it. When you understand your core values and you start to align your values to your life work, to your interaction with others, to your exchanges, how you show up at work, then and in your personal life, then that's living in integrity. So as I started recognizing that and conversation in that with, you know, the HR directors who were sending the employees to work with me and, and they, you know, the supervisors and the employees themselves, they're like, yeah, these are, these are wellness competencies. And they're, uh, as I pay more attention to them and I get a full, a fuller understanding of them, I am noticing significant changes in my behavior. I'm able to become aware of how I am responding and to respond a lot faster, more appropriately and get different results. And that really was what gave birth to the wellness competencies and allowed me to start paying attention, observing and documenting and teaching more about the wellness competencies with my clients and and my client organizations. So now one of the things that we do is we do what we call wellness competency teachings for organizations. And we also have a certification in the wellness facilitator program that teaches other consultants and, and coaches and trainers to do this nine dimensional assessment with clients and teach the wellness competencies in groups. And so 
they go in and they facilitate the wellness assessment, which is the whole wellness mindset, shifting people's mindset from thinking, oh, my behavior is isolated and I can tell this person off and I can be mad and I can be disgruntled and I can be, you know, in a very toxic work environment and high conflict with everybody and not talking to my boss and I can do all these things and I can, you know, it doesn't impact my well-being. And, and you know, so we shift their mindset from, from where they are to just thinking that their behaviors are isolated and doesn't have a, a overall impact on their well-being to say, hi, it does. Here's how it connects. And it really does have a powerful impact on the way it connects and how we're, we're interacting with others. And then voila, their mindset shift is happening to from a fixed mindset. It's like, this is how I am and, and I'm going to do this too because I feel like this is that person and all about focusing on the person and how the person is not showing up to actually starting to say, hey, I want to have more relational well-being in my workplace and in my interaction. I want to be in a place where I'm having more positive interaction with others. I want to watch how these things are impacting my stress level. I want to have more control over it and making a huge difference. And as we see, this has been the shift that these employees were making. And when we create the awareness of the competencies, which organizations know and understand and love, which is competencies, because they can measure the competencies. They can see that a client can move from point one, you know, and there are eight levels of development in this particular program that we use. So in this model that I created, and someone can move from level one to level eight in their growth and in their development. And that's why we call it wellness improvement system, because once you start taking action, you start improving. Not only are you having the wellness mindset shift that's saying, oh my goodness, everything in my life is interconnected and everything in my life is is jointly um, impacting my overall well-being, then I had better be more conscious of what I do when I do it, how I do it, and the actions and the results I want, and be more purposeful in that regards. And as I do that, one of the things that's going to happen for me is I'm going to improve my well-being. But not only that, I am actually building competencies. And what these wellness competencies do is that they create a foundation, a foundation for that mindset shift. So not only are we shifting the mindset to a wellness mindset, we're now giving the clients foundational competencies that they can grow, they can understand, they can, it's, it's now something tangible. They can demonstrate improvements and, 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 you know, growth and development in those competencies. They can now be evaluated on those competencies. The employer can now have in discussion, can now have discussions with them on what they're noticing about these competencies and how it's been demonstrated in their interactions with their colleagues, in their performance level, in their execution at work. And it makes a huge difference because now everybody is talking the same language and how these wellness competencies is playing into the overall wellness of the organization because every employee contributes to the wellness at work. If you have employees who have bad attitude, bad ways, not knowing how to uh, interact, having low integrity, they're unwell. They They are interpersonally unwell. And so they're bringing that to work and they're 
they're actually detracting from the wellness of others because, you know, when you put, it's like a sponge, the energy, everything we do is energy. They bring that, that sponge of, of unwell energy and they suck away at the energy of the others who, who are doing their work and taking care of themselves. So when you hear, when employ, employers call us and say, Oh, we have low morale. I'm like, mm-hmm. Sounds like you have some key employees in there that are are, what we call a wellness deficit and they are pulling away and, and sucking the life out of the organization and the team of employees and they're preventing others from enjoying their wellness at work. And so they are actually taking away from the overall wellness at work. And that's really what that low morale is. It's really giving you an a visual in saying, hey, this is what's really happening in my organization. I have people who have very low morale and these individuals with low morale are actually taken away from the energy in the organization. So if you're finding yourself as a leader wondering, why do we have low morale at work? Why are there people showing up at work? Why do we, why are we at a place where the workplace morale is getting lower and lower and people are showing up or or showing up and leaving work tired, leaving work feeling drained, leaving work feeling exhausted mentally and emotionally exhausted, it's because you have people in your workplace who have what we call low interpersonal wellness. That means they're not, they don't have the wellness competencies to bring to the organization. They're not bringing anything good to work in terms of that interpersonal wellness. They're not bringing that wellness. They're not developed in those wellness competency areas. And so what they're bringing to work is, as I said earlier, that big, ugly sponge of heavy negative energy that sucks away at the positive energy of their colleagues. And so that low morale you're facing at work, that that toxic environment you called me about, we have a toxic environment, there's low morale. That is because you have key employees who need to do their work. Key employees in your organization need to improve their well-being. And that is key why we need wellness competencies at work and not just at work, in your life. If you're dating someone and you're finding that that person, you're, you're feeling like you're carrying that person emotionally and they're always needing, they need to develop their, these wellness competencies. It's crucial for you to have healthy relationships and relational well-being is central to our well-being on the planet. We cannot walk around feeling uh, unhappy, unhealthy, on, on you know, in conflict with everyone. It's unwell. It's not a healthy way to be. And when we do that, it's taking away from the morale of the workplace. It's taking away of the from the health and wellness at work. So it's key for you as an employer to identify that and do something about it before it becomes a problem. So something to think. 
So these wellness competencies are things we have to develop. And if this is an area, if you're finding yourself struggling at work, where you're finding yourself in a place where you need support, where you are continually in a contentious situation, then join me at Mastery. Uh, We're working through the wellness competencies. We pick one wellness competency uh, per week and we work on that per month and we're weekly working to pull away the layers and expose the hidden gems so we can remove the gunk on those wellness competencies so you can show up in a positive, amazing way and see the results that you're having in your life. It's time to master these wellness competencies. There's never been a time that it's more important for us to master these wellness competencies in our life and in our workplace. When we go back to work, as we are starting to go back to work post-COVID-19, we're recognizing the workplace is different. It's more nimble. We have more people do pulling together, needing to pull together. We need more collaboration. We need more dialogue. We need more interaction. We need people to work together and we need more relational well-being. So it's incredibly important for wellness competencies to be key front and center in organizations right now. So if you're a leader and you're thinking about it, get those wellness competencies going, get, let me share with you how you can develop. We do the wellness competency mindset teaching that you can, that we do them online virtually. Uh, We do them in person when that part is opened up, but we do the series online in a virtual classroom that your employees can all join. This is something that you can have a large number of employees join uh, for the teaching. We also offer them as online courses for you and your team, and we do a leadership stream for it as well, which is uh, at a different level. So join me. You have many ways to learn the wellness competencies. You can join me through the live stream. You can book your own wellness competency teaching for yourself or the coaching program for your leaders. And uh, let's join on Masteries. I think that's the first step. You get to see it firsthand and you get to learn how to implement those wellness competencies. Joyce Odilison here and please follow on the series. I'm going to be doing a series on the nine life wellness competencies. I'm going to provide it's a nine nine session series on the wellness competencies and stay tuned for that. Take care. So great having you here and I look forward to seeing you in another session. You've been listening to What's Happening at Work. This is Joyce Edison, your host, and I want to thank you for being with us. Thank our guests and our sponsors, Interpersonal Wellness Services, Inc., the Global Workplace Wellness Summit, and of course, the Wellness Competency Mindset Movement. And if you want to hear from us, learn more or get more episodes, join us at interpersonalwellness.com, where we help you to work, live, and play well. Bye now, and we'll see you for another episode.